your cake online. What's baking cake nation and welcome back to the chemistry cake online podcast where chatting about chemistry has never been sweeter. Chemistry cake is online and today airs our second episode of our chemical education season. Last time we had Dr. Lisa Idle chat with us about teaching college students how to draw hexagons, dots and arrows. Today's sweet guest got her bachelor's degree in chemistry at Michigan State University and did post baccalaureate studies and received her uh, teaching certification um, and is currently a high school chemistry teacher. So folks, would you help me in giving a fresh out the oven warm welcome to Robin DeClerc. Robin, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm a little chilly since I live in Minnesota and Minnesota um, is is a cold part of the United States. <laughs> a little chilly today, um, but I'm overall doing well. That's really great to hear. I, I, I live in San Diego, so I cannot relate to the chilliness, but um, it is a lovely, lovely temperate temperature right now. So I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. Um, well, so before we dive right into what we what you do, right? I, I was fascinated by what your favorite molecule was because it is also one of my favorite molecules, which is <laughs> serotonin. So yes. tell me a little bit about why this is your favorite molecule. Yes, serotonin. Um, yes, I ended up getting serotonin tattooed on my ankle. And I, I was shopping around or like just doing some research to, you know, try and figure out where should I put my tattoo and, you know, get getting ideas. And I came across an article on the internet that was, it was like 15 of the most basic tattoos out there or the tattoos that everybody has. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, obviously serotonin isn't going to be on there because chemistry, unless a lot of people have that, which was be like, would be awesome. And so I was going through the article and serotonin was on there. And I was like, no, this is not basic. This is awesome. Like, I'm just happy that a lot of people like are into chemistry. And like, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, because serotonin to me, like, well, first I wanted a molecule tattoo because, um, I like love, well, for, I love chemistry. I mean, yep. I always wanted to teach chemistry and, um, my mom like is a super chemistry nerd and, uh, her and I have done like hands-on science together throughout my entire life. And so I thought that serotonin or just having a molecule tattoo in general would be a great way to connect us. And then serotonin too is coined as uh, quote, you know, the happiness neurotransmitter. And of course there's much more science involved, but in general, that's the face of the happiness, uh, you know, neurotransmitter. So I try and be, you know, a super positive person when I can and always look on the bright side. And I got a lot of that from my parents. And I just thought it really summed up like my favorite experiences in life. Like you know, doing hands-on science with my mom or traveling with my mom, like that brought me a lot of joy and happiness and like backpacking with my dad and like getting to experience the outdoors with him and having bonfires with my siblings. Like 
that brought me a lot of happiness and joy. And I was like, you know what? This is cool because it's chemistry and yeah. uh, chemistry makes you cool. And <laughs> I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. And so I did it and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I tell students about it and just kind of get them hyped. And I feel like 90% of them are like, wow, you are that dedicated. Like you have a tattoo on your ankle um, of chemistry. And then the rest of them are like, you know what? Like, wow, like you, that's cool. Maybe I should think about chemistry being cool. Cause like she was that dedicated to permanently put it on her skin. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely, so first and foremost, thank you for sharing that. That was incredible. I love that. Um, and I love the, the depth of the meaning behind your tattoo. I love that so much. Um, I definitely have been, so I was just recently asked what my top six molecules were. And obviously my first one is oxytocin. Oxytocin is my favorite Ooh, molecule. Yes. It is yes. such a large molecule if you think about it. He, like, well, comparatively in, you know, the small molecule, the smolecule world uh, is <laughs> huge, <laughs> right? Um, it is published in my thesis. So if people ever use molecule, they have to cite me. <laughs> love that. Um, I love that. I will. Right? Like, I totally will do that. And I'll put in parentheses, like, on my whiteboard, <laughs> like, chemistry cake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so uh, oxytocin, caffeine, benzoin. Benzoin is my third favorite, but it's, like, definitely, I think those top, those are my top, like, three um, and then there's dopamine and not because dopamine is like one of the, one of the three neurotransmitters, right? It's like oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin. Um, but because I use dopamine to, uh, synthesize polymers. Um, so that is why it's one of my favorites. And then, you know, serotonin, um, is one of them and ferrocene is also one of them, but I will say that adrenaline as a molecule is also one of my favorites because apparently, um, you can also make polymers with adrenaline, which is really cool. Oh, so anyway. cool. Isn't that so cool? That is awesome. And I love their research connection, too. That's awesome. And also, like, the fact that you had six molecules ready to go, that's awesome. Because, like, not many people would put on the spot, like, six, top six, like, have an answer for that. So, way to go. <laughs> Thank you. I I do see. Here's the thing. Like, uh, I love chemistry so much, but I have to figure out which one. If I were to get a tattoo, which one to put on my body? I, I'm thinking dopamine just because I work with it, but it's also like, well, but I wanted to just just because I work with it. Um, <laughs> but you know, I also am very fond of symmetry. So, like, if I get a benzene ring on my body, that's why. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay, so. We're talking about molecules and chemistry. Um, speaking of molecules and chemistry, you teach molecules and chemistry to high school students. So tell me a little more about that. How's that been? Yes, I do. I do indeed teach high schoolers, the youth of America, Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. Um, it's honestly so much fun. Like, I, so when I was a kid, like I always wanted to teach chemistry. Um, like I would sit... Well, okay, I was always interested in chemistry, but then as I got a little bit older, like high school age and 
in middle middle school, high school, I was like, yeah, I want to teach chemistry. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, and in high school, whenever we'd learn something, I would like my brain, I don't know why my brain would just be like, Oh, how would you teach this? And I'm like, you know what brain, like I need to focus, but it helps me. It helped me later on because I was able to think about like, okay, you know, what's the best way to teach this to any audience like any audience at all. Um, and I think like my love for teaching, like really comes from being able to explain the same thing, like the same science concept to any, any level of students. Like as a kid, my mom told me, I was like, I don't know, maybe four or five and right around when most parents do this process, you know, and my mom told me about the atom, which most parents explain, you know, at four or five. And, (laughs) and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like I have a friend in my kindergarten class named Adam. And she's like, that's not the same. And so, (laughs) and so, um, I remember being outside riding my bike on my driveway and I saw, I don't know if they have them in California, but in the Midwest, they have these little bugs that are called gnats, like gnat bugs. Um, yeah. And some people call them noceums. I don't know if they're the same bug. Like, I hope the biologists out there don't come for me. But they're <laughs> um, like this little bug, right? And so, but you can barely see them. You can like see them only in certain lights. So I learned about the atom and my mom was like, yeah, it's super small. Like you can't see them. And so I saw this bug and I'm like, oh. I, mom, like, I can see atoms. Like, you'll, you don't, like, you know, they're super small. I saw them. Like, I was looking. They were in the air. They were super small. And she had to be like, no, Robin, like, these are bugs. They're not atoms. <laughs> and so that was a big letdown. But, like, it's really cool and how, like, with chemistry education, you can think about describing things at diff- different levels. Like, as a four or five-year-old, I'd be like, oh, atoms are small. Cool. And then when you get into middle school, you can be like, hey, like atoms exist. And like, here's the periodic table. And then when you get to high school, we could talk so much about atoms and, you know, protons, neutrons, and electrons, and then how those electrons work together. And then boom, you have ionic compounds and molecules. And it's just so cool how like you can take something and then just take it so far, depending on the level um, of who you're talking to. And that's what I love. And so Teaching high school has been so much fun. Like I literally have, in my opinion, the best job ever because I can wake up, I can go to school. Like it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but um, like I can just have fun every day and I could never do a desk job. So shout out to those people that can do a desk job. Like I could not sit in one spot for, you know, six, seven hours a day or more. Um, so I get to be walking around, I get to be like in the lab and I get to be like in the hallway and, um, just talking with people all day. And it's just been so much fun. Like I've had such a blast even during COVID, like with COVID being a crazy year, you know, we're doing what we can. Um, so it's been a blast. You can't tell right now, but I'm smiling ear to ear because that is so awesome. I... I appreciate and just admire your passion for teaching and for just sharing what you think is cool with other people. Cause like, that's essentially why I love teaching chemistry. It's like, I, I don't, I prefer not to say like, Oh yeah, I, I'm going to teach now. It's just like, Oh no, I'm going to, I'm gonna, like, I am going to like impinge my knowledge and of cool things on, on the on, on young minds uh, so that they can also be excited about chemistry. Um, 
And I get so like, I, I remember like just this past week I was teaching uh, my students and there was this question that they had. And then I was like, oh yeah, like, this is why this is what happens. And I was like, oh my gosh, isn't that so cool? And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, it is so cool. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. And I was like, when they have that aha moment, it's just like, yes, I have, I have done my job. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's like, you summed it up perfectly is the aha moment, right? It just, it's just the coolest thing when you're excited about something and like your goal is eventually to like pass on the information that you're communicating. But like the fact that they can be as excited as you and kind of have that aha moment, just like Mm -hmm. you said, it's so exciting. And just to see their faces light up, you're like, well, you know, maybe their eyes light up because we're all wearing masks, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't you just love when like you get excited about a thing when your your students ask a question and then they get excited when they like understand it and then you get excited because they understand it and then they they get excited because you are like excited and it's just positive feedback loop i mean like this happened last week as well where like i was explaining a question to a student and i was like isn't that so cool and they're like yeah that is so cool and i was like isn't that so cool and they're like yeah it's so cool chemistry is so cool they're like oh yes chemistry is cool so you know tldr the folks listening at home chemistry is cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and like there i feel like i feel like we just need to coin like we need to copyright a term for that like I don't know like cycle of chemistry excitement or mm-hmm. you know like circle of life chemistry edition I don't know I don't know but mm-hmm. we need to trademark something because that's spot on like it is the cycle of excitement it's so cool it's so cool the cyclo edition of excitement <laughs> yes 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 it's the cyclo edition of excitement TM. here today we are tm <laughs> trademarked <laughs> oh man that's so cool so so okay now you told me that you know growing up you did a lot of hands-on chemistry so do you use a lot of this type of hands-on chemistry type of of teaching in with your classes yeah so good yeah that's a really good question so Yeah, when I grew up, um, my mom was, or still is, like super involved in the science or the chemistry community, um, doing hands-on science, which is so awesome. And so as a kid, like I got to see all of these hands-on experiments from, you know, of course, like making slime to like Mentos to um, like Cartesian divers and different gas law things. And it was so, so fun. And we would do these these outreach events at um, hospitals and um, after school programs and some like elementary schools or middle schools and um, museums and science days and stuff like that. And it was, it was so fun. It was so fun. And then when I got to college, uh, I learned about like, Oh, this is how you teach chemistry, you know, because like in like the best metaphor that I like to use for my, my personal self is, you know, you can be a great football player, like you could be an NFL player, but that doesn't mean that like, necessarily, you'd be the best coach, because maybe your focus is being an awesome player. And there's so much more that goes on to coaching. Um, I don't know why that's the metaphor, because like, I've never played football in my life. Um, But, (laughs) um, but I feel like it's so true with teaching is like, you can be an awesome chemistry student and like, understand so much, but there's so much Uh, other thinking and other types of communicating that goes into teaching science. And that's what I learned in college was like how 
how to teach science um, in order to promote like inquiry and investigation and being more of a, of a facilitator rather than like a lecturer. And so right. I learned that. And then, um, and, and then when I got into teaching and, and like actually teaching high school in my classroom, I really wanted to push myself and come up with as much curriculum as I could that was like my own or like a spinoff of other ideas, but like kind of taking my own spin on it. And I really like tried not to uh, like look at other curriculum online or um, other like textbook resources and things like that, because I really wanted to push myself with like, how can I create something that's interesting to the students that I have? And um, I wanted to make it hands-on. So I really took a lot of the hands-on investigations that I did with my mom and still do from time to time with my mom and tied them into the chemistry I wanted to teach at the level I wanted to teach. So right now I teach two classes um, or two chemistry levels. I teach uh, a course called Everyday Chemistry, which I saw on my course schedule. And I was like, Everyday Chemistry, I get to teach as a job. Like, are you kidding me? This is- That's awesome. Right, right? So I was, so this is for students that um, maybe have struggled with science historically in the past or don't plan on, most of them don't plan on going into a STEM field in college. So it's more conceptual rather than like math based. And so I was trying to think like, okay, well, how can I take it, a, take a hands on experiment like um, slime and then taking that slime hands on experiment, thinking to myself, okay, what labs or investigation or activity can I do with this? And then I'd figure that out. And then I'd be like, okay, what theme does this fall into as far as everyday chem? Is it Hollywood reactions? Is it green chemistry? Is it space mm. chemistry? Is it life hacks? Is it food chemistry? Like what, what oh, area funny. does it tie into? And then I said, okay, there we go. That's my lesson. And we ended up creating, like I ended up making these different units for this course. And like, um, I just had so much fun with it. I mean, it was a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it was just such a blast to start with a hands-on demonstration and then just grow it from there until I have a unit. So that's the first course. And then I teach a, um, a general chemistry class um, to students that might be interested in either going to college or going into a STEM field one day. So that we dive into some like um, high thinking pheno phenomenon and trying to like do chemistry to figure out um, what's going on with our world. Because I mean, we don't really know, but we can get close <laughs> in chemistry. <laughs> that's so cool wow I really love that <laughs> thank you <laughs> I well first and foremost I really love the idea of having a, a course called everyday chemistry and really trying to tie in something that seems so abstract with things that happen in everyday life which is like yes like for example if I don't know if high school students drink coffee, I definitely know that I did when I was a high school student. Um, and how like, if you drink your coffee black, as opposed to drinking it with sugar, as opposed to drinking it with milk, and how that changes the texture because of like, so for example, um, milk is a mixture. Um, and how, you know, you have this acidic beverage, um, which is your coffee, and then you make it like less acidic by adding a less acidic 
uh, beverage, which is milk. And so you have this smoother taste, hopefully, right? Um, or if you add sugar and it's sweeter because sugar is sweet. Um, but you don't change the consistency of your beverage. Um, and so you have a solution, um, which is super cool. I don't know. Like, yeah. Or food chemistry. Food chemistry is so cool where you have like peppers, right? And it has capsaicin, um, but uh, which makes it a little bit spicy. But when you like cook it and those molecules break down uh, to something sweeter like vanillin, then that's why when you caramelize your uh, peppers, right, it, it becomes sweeter rather than spicier. Um, yes. Which is, isn't that so, that's so, it's so cool. So cool. <laughs> like literally you just like practically designed like two lessons right there. Like boom, because oh. you're, literally there's so much, like so much you can talk about. And like, that's my favorite part of everyday chem is like coming up with something that's relevant to them. And like looking, looking around the room, like most of my students were like eating Takis and I was like, okay, cool. We like spicy food. Let's go. And so, um, it really just kind of comes down to like figuring out what they like and then after that, talking about the science behind it and then relating it. And the coffee example that you gave is perfect because it talks about like solutions and concentration and like sugar versus like mm -hmm. milk and like what that does to different solutions. And then also on top of that, you're talking about modifying one, you know, changing a variable. And that goes over like changing variables and designing experiments and like coming up with an investigation. And that's that's it. That's the, that's the life right there. It's like, right. You're all that out. So, yep, exactly. It. I love that so much. Uh, that's so cool. I love, I, uh, man, if I had, if I had the opportunity to teach a high school class, I definitely would want to do it that way for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like so, fun for me too because like I could just yeah. be like you know like we're talking about spicy food and we're getting really into it and then we're talking about like um for our life hacks unit uh since you brought up spicy food I'm like oh I remember that <laughs> we talked about um like life hacks like why you drink milk instead mm -hmm. of water when you eat spicy food and we talked about polarity and then related that to like pepper spray and bear spray and like how to because they both have the, the same um, capsaicin molecule and like talking about how that is uh, or how people modify that or like combat that with using like milk or like other nonpolar substances. And so it's just so cool because um, I have I'm a super nerd, right? Of course. And so we have molecule posters all over the room. And so they're looking at capsaicin on the wall and then they're looking at um, the uh, why is it blinking on my brain on a Saturday? Um, milk, lactic acid, no, uh, lactose. There's lactose. <laughs> like, what is the molecule? And we're looking at the at the wall, and they're just like going back and forth, and you could just see it on their faces, like polar, nonpolar. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, that's how that works. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. It's so cool. Ah. <laughs> uh. I do love those light bulb moments. I really do. Um, oh, sweet friend, this has been such a great chat, but it does look like we are nearing the end. But, but, but <laughs> however, not before I ask the most important and, if anything, essential question of this podcast. Are you ready for it? I I think I think so. I, I think, think I'm so? prepared for this moment in my life. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. okay. All right. What 
is your favorite cake flavor and why? Ooh, okay. Ooh, all right, let's see. Okay, so I hope that this is acceptable. I really do. I don't want to get kicked off the podcast for saying my <laughs> answer. <laughs> and I love cake, so that's that's not the issue. <laughs> but does cheesecake count? So we had an entire cake debate about whether cheesecake was a cake or not. Okay. I had come to the conclusion that because I think it is misnamed, it's a misnomer that cheesecake is indeed a custard rather than a cake. Yes. Even though it is baked in a cake tin. Okay. Yup. Or a baked pan, you know. That still works. But however, but however, we do not exclude any folks on this podcast. So if your favorite cake flavor is cake, we will accept that. Because there is there are some folks that say that their favorite cake flavor is pie. And even though I am offended, I'm really not. Even though I am offended, I'm not. Um, that is an acceptable answer. Cheesecake is an acceptable answer. It's cheese, cheesecake is delicious, okay? Like, if you said that your favorite cake was funnel cake, I would not be upset with you even though funnel cake is clearly a fritter for, anyway for sure I love okay I love how you have like very clear distinctions that's fantastic and also yeah. appreciate the very accepting environment and yeah yes and okay so like kind of a spin-off that like cheesecake so my favorite flavor of cheesecake is like the chocolate mousse cake Ooh. so but like I know that there's actual cakes in cake form not custard or truffle or I mean whatever the other one is <laughs> um that like there are some chocolate mousse cakes out there so if I were to pick a cake flavor that can that is like qualified as cake that's probably what I do it's like that is an excellent flavor truly oh. excellent choice uh, yeah yes I'm all about the chocolate like I love mm-hmm. like dark chocolate uh it's decadent it's the best. indulgent it's incredible it is. It is. I couldn't have said it better myself. Right. Oh, sweet friend. Oh, it does look like we are at the end of our chat. But but thank you so much for joining me today. That was such an incredible answer. And thank you so much for that chat and discussion. Um, to the listeners at home, thank you for joining us today. We hope you were able to learn something new and enjoyed our chat. Um, if you would like to follow the many adventures of Robin DeClerc, you are welcome to follow her on Twitter at Radioactive Robin uh, without the I inactive. But don't worry, that will be linked in the description. And if you would like to hop aboard the hype train, choo choo, you are welcome to follow me at Chemistry Cake. Well, that's uh, all we've got for you today, folks. This is your friendly reminder to stay hydrated, to keep the hype alive, and to edify our village. Remember to be kind to others and to yourselves. Thanks for tuning in, Cake Nation. This is Chemistry Cake signing off.